when you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there, you need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of From Hostage to Hero. Sari Delamont here. How are all of you doing? My goodness, this has been a year, has it not? It's hard to believe that we're already this far into the year. It just feels like it's dragging on and on and on. And that's what today's podcast episode is all about. It's for those of you who are feeling like there is no end in sight and you're feeling pretty damn hopeless right now and pretty powerless. And the reason I know that many of you are feeling this way is because so many of my personal clients are showing up into sessions and it just comes in waves. And so the last couple of weeks, just really dreary, really doubting the future, really giving up any hope of this ever ending at all. And so I wanted to do a podcast episode today to give you some techniques and some things to think about to help you get your power back where the pandemic is concerned. You know, back in April, we launched the Leaning Into the Pause series, which was about, I think, a six-week series where we did free events that involved how to kind of manage your mind during this process. And I was really grateful um, for the pandemic in that that really led to this amazing hostage to hero, or as we call it, H2H membership that then formed from those free events and is now going strong. By the way, we will reopen in January 2021. If you want to become a part of that membership, you go to fromhostagetohero.com and uh, sign up for the waitlist. It is different than the From Hostage to Hero Facebook page, which we most likely will be changing the name of if we haven't already by the name or by the time this podcast uh, comes into being uh, and that you're listening to it because there's been some confusion between the two groups. Uh, The From Hostage to Hero Facebook group or whatever it's called once we rename it is the free group for those of you listening to this podcast who want to discuss the podcast, who have questions for me about nonverbals or mindset stuff or trial stuff, uh, who've read the book and have questions for me. That's a place for you to play, to post funny memes, to get different uh, resources from other trial lawyers. It's only open to plaintiff trial attorneys and criminal defense attorneys. The H2H membership is a subscription, and that's where you get to play with me and a bunch of other trial attorneys where we practice regularly every month, voir dire, opening statement. Uh, we work up your cases. We uh, have a Q&A in there. We have mindset coaching in there. So that is a way to uh, play in a more structured way. And it is a subscription. And you can, again, join us in January. We open only open a few times a year. 
So going back to that time in April when we were quote unquote leaning into the pause, we now find ourselves six or seven months into this mess and <laughs> leaning has become us falling over that or really staying upright and rigid and refusing to lean at all as we wait this out. And that's really the big problem is that most of us are stuck in this pattern of waiting. And that's what I want to talk about today, because if we can get out of the waiting mindset, we can shift everything. Waiting, in most cases, equals powerlessness, because we are putting all of our power in someone or something else's hands. So we're waiting for the pandemic to lift. We are waiting for a vaccine. We are waiting for our state's uh, requirements to shift or change. We are waiting, we are waiting, we are waiting. And as we wait, what ends up happening is we get into a certain mindset and and a lifestyle of everything is on hold until I hear further information. And this is a place of stagnation and hopelessness. And this is where I'm seeing so many of us, I include myself in this, falling into this trap. Now, here's what I want to offer you today is that you no longer resist or even lean in, what we have to do now, my friends, nearly seven months into this pandemic, is settle in. We're going to buckle up and we're going to settle in. And here's how this is going to serve us, is we're going to take our power back and now start living lives of purpose and fuck waiting for anything. Let me describe what I mean. Here's the question that I want all of you listening today to ask yourselves. What would you be doing if you got the the news today that the pandemic and, and the results of the pandemic, meaning the masks, the not being able to gather, the having to stay six feet apart, all of that was never going away, was never going away. How would you be living your life differently if you had that information? For example, how would you handle your kids schooling? So many of you who have children are really in this weird place right now of, you know, my school is offering for them to come back, but I don't know if they should. And I sent them back or I didn't. And you're kind of in this one foot and I don't know what the right decision is. I just posted to the H2H private membership group, a meme in there in the Facebook group. And I said, and it said, if it is, if it's not a 90% fuck yes, then it's a no. And it's a great way to help us make decisions. If you're not 90% sure and totally behind sending your kids back to school, then don't fucking do it. And don't waste any other time thinking about it. Now, I know that for many of you, that's not an option. So then you'd swing the other way and stop with the indecision and the overwhelm and the confusion, as you've heard me say before, are tools of the saboteur. It stops us from making moves in our life. See, this is the problem. 
This is why we feel so hopeless and so powerless right now is because we don't feel that we can be in action. We don't feel that we can move forward. And what I hope you get from today's podcast episode is that we absolutely can move forward. Nothing is preventing us from moving forward except for our own brains and thoughts. And as you've listened to me podcast over the last couple episodes, you know our brain lies to us. It says, listen, we can't do anything right now because life is not quote unquote normal. And so we have to sit and wait until it becomes normal again. Fuck that shit. I'm tired of waiting. I waited for about two or three months and then I thought, you know what? I'm taking my power back. I'm making decisions. And if I need to reevaluate those decisions, I will. But for now, I am taking the power back and putting it into my lap instead of letting the pandemic or anything else decide how I'm going to live my life. If this was never ending, how would you manage your friendships? I know for me, I'm like, hey, this is a great, I'm more of an introvert, which probably sounds weird, but it takes a lot out of me to be in groups and, and, and in relationships. I like a lot of alone time. I like just being with my family. And so I know for myself, I've taken this opportunity to say, hey, I'm just going to hang back and uh, we'll all just kind of have our alone time. And then when this whole thing lifts, I'll go back to having my friendships. Well, you know what? My friendships aren't going to be there. If I don't take the opportunity now to nurture them in different and new ways that I have to be thinking about, whether that's a Zoom call or getting on the phone, which is something I used to hate, or whatever else it may be, going back to handwritten letters, which I love receiving, by the way, and sending. But if this was never going to lift, we'd have to find a way to connect and stay connected to our friends, would we not? So let's do it now. How would you adjust your finances? That doesn't mean that you should save more. Maybe you'd, maybe you'd spend more. But if we knew this was never going to lift, how would you start to adjust your life now? How would you take care of your health? Mo- many of us have gone up in weight, myself included, because we were, we were hunkering down and waiting this thing out. What if this is not going to end? How would we treat our bodies then? How would we get ourselves back on track. And how would you adjust your work? I know many of you are frustrated that we're not in trial and there's no (laughs) end in sight for when we ever will be in trial again. What if that was how it is for the rest of eternity? What if everything shifted to online? How would you be preparing What would you be doing? How would you be spending your time? The point is, is do those things now. We all believe that the future, and this is pandemic or not, is the future is the better place to be. It's not. The future doesn't exist. It never has existed. The only thing that's ever existed is what we have right now, this moment. The future is something we think is real, But it's not, not to mention it's never guaranteed. How do you want to be right now? If the pandemic never lifted and we never got to go to court again or restaurants or whatever else, what would you be doing? How would you adjust? Because I know that you would. That's what human beings do. Do those things now. That's how we get our power back is we refuse 
to stay in a holding pattern as we wait this out, because that's exhausting. I think that's why most of us are exhausted, as we're just sitting here wondering what's going to happen, whether that's the election or the pandemic or anything else. And in that space, we become stagnant and bored and scared and a variety of other things. We cannot allow our power to be taken from from us, whether it's the election or the pandemic or anything else. The only way we can get our power back is to decide, here's what I have to work with for the inevitable future. However long that may be, what do I want to do with it? How do I want to be with that? I've personally made the decision to not see anyone in person for 2020. I've now extended that to summer 2021. And, and that's where I was getting stuck. It was like, well, I've got to like, no, because what if I make this decision and then it lifts in March and then people want to see me and I've made the decision not to see them. Well, guess what? I can make a different decision. Either I'll adjust or other people will adjust. Meaning either I can say, I will now see you, or I can tell people I'm still not seeing people till, till uh, July. You'll have to wait. The point of the matter is, is that when I make that decision and I sit down with my team this weekend and we start doing our 2021 planning, we don't have to sit there and bite our nails and wonder what the hell's going to happen in 2021. We take our power back. We say, based on what we know today, we are not going to be seeing people in person and we are not going to be doing jury work because we do not want to be the cause of a super spreading event. And knowing that that's what we've chosen to not do, Here's what we're choosing to do. And then we go and we get 100% behind that. For example, the membership. So this is what I'm going to suggest that you do, is that you also decide for yourself, based on what you know today, and also play the game of if this never lifted, what choices would I be making? How would I be living my life? Get out of the waiting game. Stop waiting and start living. And the last thing I would leave you with is that for many of you, the reason why you want to so go back to quote unquote normal is because the pandemic has revealed something to you that you did not see before. And instead of dealing with that thing, let me give you an example, which may be, man, my marriage was a lot worse off than I thought. Before, when I was going to the office and traveling all the time, I could kind of, kind of ignore it. Now that I'm quarantined or having to stay home, it's, it's become this big, huge thing that's staring me in the face. Or maybe you realize that being a trial lawyer, now that you haven't had to be, be in trial for a while, is actually something you want to explore, not being a trial attorney. Maybe you want to do something else. And that's scary to look at. Or maybe you recognized that all that extra weight you've been carrying around has really taken a toll on your body. And you might want to have to do something about that. The point is the pandemic slowed us all down and revealed things that we have not had the time due to our busyness to look at. And so I want to challenge those of you who are like, let's just get back to normal. That yes, normal would be nice. By the way, it's never going to return to normal. We're going to have to face a new normal. But I also want to challenge you that maybe your rush to get back to quote unquote normal 
is more about avoiding the thing or things that the pandemic has revealed to you instead of dealing with them. So the last question I'll leave you with is what are you avoiding with your rush to get back to normal? What has the pandemic revealed to you that needs your attention? Because as you start making those decisions about how you want to live now, and as you start getting out of the waiting game, those things are going to need your attention. And I'm going to guarantee you that actually tending to those things are going to make your life so much better. Don't use busyness, getting back to normal, etc., as a way to avoid working on the things in your life that need the work, giving the things in your life the attention that they deserve. Man, it sure gave us a good excuse, didn't it, to avoid all the busyness? And I think that's why, really, at the root, so many of us are about to jump out of our own skin because for the first time, maybe in our lives, we've had to sit with our shit and look at the parts of our lives that just don't work, that we could have avoided and have been avoiding before with the, the pace of life. And now that it's slowed down, we're forced to look at what's not working. Don't avoid that, my friends. Let the pandemic teach you what it is you need to learn. This could be the biggest shift you'll ever have in your life. Kevin and I and Christy and June, the rest of the, the team here at uh, Sorry Delamont, <laughs> Sorry DLM, we are here to support you. So keep listening to the podcast. Join the membership when it opens again in January. Become part of our community. We are here to do the work. We're going to help you do the work as well. I hope this helps my friends. Take your power back. Talk soon. That's it for this episode of From Hostage to Hero. But head to our website, sorrydlm.com, for other must-have resources from Sorry Delamart. Read the transcript of this podcast, watch trial tip videos, or download your free copy of Sorry's article, Why Jurors Hate the Hobby Question. We're glad you joined us today. And until next time, remember that to lead a hostage to freedom, you must first free yourself.